This is uh, Brian with Not Just News uh, coming at you on June, for June 29th. What's going on out there? Okay, let's get started. And it's about a bit of a good week. We got a, we got at least some good uh, topics for this week. So with an opinion uh, from the Washington Post, uh, actually something that... Um, got uh, got me thinking but uh first and uh, again uh not just news yeah uh, we're gonna hit up the nhl which um since i am from chicago uh, some of you may not know chicago got the first pick in the nhl draft and with that pick they selected connor uh, bernard uh with the first pick in the nhl draft on wednesday night um hopefully kickstarting a new era with a highly skilled offensive forward who's drawn comparisons to uh, Connor McDavid and Sidney Crosby. Uh, Sidney Crosby is actually Connor's um, favorite player and immortalized or at least um, copied his style of playing. And Bernard becomes the second number one pick in Blackhawks history, joining Patrick Kane, who went overall uh, in the 2000. Uh, 2007 uh, draft and helped form a core team that won three Stanley Cups from 2010 to 2015. I remember when the 20 Stanley Cup was uh, was won by the Blackhawks uh, against the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, definitely was uh, a thing to see because uh, obviously uh, Kane scored, but nobody was for sure because he shot it looked like it went past the goalie but nobody can find the puck so at the end uh, the puck was hidden on the side of the goalie netting so which which helped win their first stanley cup and then obviously in 2013 they won their next one and then in 2015 so uh, i guess maybe not really a three-peat but at least it solidified them for that era as uh, a dynasty you know they've always made it to the uh, playoffs after that but then unfortunately the last couple of years uh the team uh well the new um gm kyle davison um basically tore down or started you know the rebuilding process and basically it was a fire sale you know kane went to the rangers and jonathan taze hopefully uh, he's much better now is a free agent after this year um and then obviously duncan keith left also again congratulations to the blackhawks for winning uh the number one pick back in may and uh picking which i think everyone knew already who was going to be the number one to pick uh, apparently connor is a generational talent so we'll see if that translates into the nhl um hopefully good luck to him uh definitely he's only 17 uh turns 18 next month and um very humble uh very humble guy um definitely when you when you see his um his interviews uh, you definitely know, especially from last night, uh, he's a humble, and also his parents uh, really uh, raised a good young man, and he's not getting ahead of himself, even though we all know he's going to make the team, or at least uh, most likely the um, the roster on uh, on the Blackhawks and not be sent to AHL Ice Hogs. Congratulations to him. I'm excited. I can't wait to see what he does. Uh, Hawks are already trying to build around him by getting a couple uh, get by trading up, trading some forwards uh, from the Bruins. Taylor Hall, 
who has a two years left on his contract, but also he's 31 and he was a first round pick back in, I want to say in 2010. So again, I see good, good, uh, good things in the future. So hopefully uh, to Connor, uh, maybe one day I'll be able to interview him. <laughs> who knows? Um, but again, uh, thanks to him um, on the next topic. And now to Chicago's air quality. Uh, the air quality in Chicago is at unhealthy levels for the third straight day due to smoke from the Canadian fires. Uh, the air quality remains at unhealthy levels for a third day in Chicago due to smoke from wildfires in Canada. Um, as, you, as many residents have been wearing masks or trying to figure out other ways to protect themselves. I know a couple of friends uh, in the city also, too, that their allergies are going crazy um, with all the smoke. So um, if you've noticed yourself, uh, if you're living in Chicago and you notice yourself or in other cities, I think also New York was hit with this uh also, a couple of weeks ago, a lot of northern cities um, from Chicago all the way to Michigan to uh, New York. So if you notice that your allergies are acting up, most likely it's probably because of the Canadian fires that's um, being um, being brought down by the jet stream uh, from there. Um, now, Chicago's air quality remains in very unhealthy category with some people encouraged to encourage to live in limit their time outside, even unhealthy people with no respiratory problems. So, again, according to the ABC News report, Harvard University Environmental Health Department uh, said air quality index of 150 is equivalent to smoking an estimated seven cigarettes a day for someone spending the majority of their time outdoors. Okay, so Chicago is warning all residents, especially vulnerable citizens, people with respiratory issues to stay indoors or limit uh, activity outside, um, especially if you're in New York, if you're in Detroit, um, any northern cities, you know, Wisconsin, again, limit, limit yourself, limit your kids. Uh, to going outside okay I know it sucks um, or because obviously you might wear a mask but the mask might not help taking out or at least um, stopping any of that smoke from coming through you're still going to get something okay poor quality airnow.gov recommends people with heart or lung disease older adults children and teens to reduce exposure by avoiding strenuous outdoor activities keeping outdoor activities short consider moving physical activities indoors or rescheduling them for everyone for everyone officials recommend people choose less strenuous activities like walking instead of running so so you don't breathe as hard uh, shorten the amount of time you are active outdoors and be outdoors when air quality is better okay um, uh, chicago is going to have respite centers open to help residents without access to safe air I know um, if people are not uh, uh, are wondering why their allergies or uh, why they're kicking off, and you know, yes, it is allergies season, but at the same time, um, the smoke's not helping. So, again, you know, if you can stay inside, if you gotta go out, if you gotta go out or have your fun, you know, make sure at least you know you keep you know your strenuous activity to a low, so you're not um, hurting your lungs in the end. Okay. So, uh, again, if you want to check out more, go to airnow.gov. They can explain to you more what's going on with this uh, bad weather. And if you're less like me, um, if you are a sriracha lover, or at least like uh, the sriracha, which is obviously a logo of a rooster, um, 
not sure if you noticed that uh, there's been a sriracha shortage uh, and it's causing prices to spike upward to $70 a bottle. Uh, I, I remember I was trying to look for a sriracha bottle and couldn't find any. You know, the stores were have been out. Okay, so um, reason for that, fans of uh, sriracha sauce might have found a new recipe alternative. Uh, continue. Uh, chili supply disruptions are hampering production within one of the nation's leading sriracha sauce manufacturers for a second year in a row. Uh, Hai Fong Foods Incorporated, a California-based hot sauce company that supplies bottles of sriracha sauce to restaurants, grocery stores, and other food retailers throughout the country, uh, have been struggling to keep up with demand while droughts in Mexico kill off essential uh, pepper crops. Oh, uh, um, so uh, yet retailer retailers on e-commerce platforms such as eBay and Amazon are filling gaps with listings that mark bottles for exhibited prices. How much is a uh, high funk sriracha hot uh, hot chili sauce usually? Well, it's typically uh, nine to seventeen to twenty-eight ounce bottles of uh, the sriracha hot sauce retail for less than five dollars, um, especially the big ones. You know, I remember. Go to the store, you buy a big one, and it lasts you for a long time. Um, but according to big box retailers like Walmart and Target, uh, the common appeal appears to be sold out. So now, obviously, you know people. Now that people know that, uh, what do you think is going to happen? People are just going to start buying it, and they're going to start selling it for a higher price. Um, as you can see, up to seventy dollars, which is freaking ridiculous. Um, some of the recognizable green top, green topped bottles, which are quickly referred to rooster sauce <laughs> again that's why they have the logo of the rooster rooster sauce in reference to the brand's rooster logo are being listed and sold for around 30 dollars plus shipping which includes haofong's 9 17 and 28 uh 28 ounce bottles some sponsored uh sellers on ebay who have agreed to pay the auction website a percentage of their sale price for higher placement in search results have sold single nine ounce bottles for $26.98, 17 ounce two packs for $54.49. And then you have a 28 ounce two packs for $71.99. That's crazy. I mean, unfortunately, you have people that are just greedy. And, you know, I mean, I wouldn't pay this much. I, you know, I just find the knockoff brand. You know, I mean, I'm, 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 you know, yeah, I might love the rooster sauce, but I am not paying no, anything over $10 for some rooster sauce there okay um under other e-bill listings the pages uh says 12 of 20 ounce bottles have been sold for up toward of 16 uh, basically 70 dollars um one bottle costs 70 dollars you know yet if shoppers purchase more than one bottle the price slightly go slightly goes down wow you get a freaking discount on a bottle that cost you five dollars maybe a couple months ago but now that you have uh, this sort shortage, um, these people, whoever, are taking advantage of it and everything. I mean, yeah, I like um, rooster sauce, but I do not like paying $70 for rooster sauce. I will just wait or I'll get a knockoff brand. I mean, you never know. The knockoff brand is that you pay less than 10 bucks. It's probably better or as good as this rooster sauce. It, it, it's sad that, you know, even though we have a shortage, just because, unfortunately, a drought in Mexico from the pepper chilies, you have people 
like always, taking advantage of what happened during the pandemic. Toilet paper was going going out of style like no other. And also bleach wipes uh, and hand sanitizer was being taken off the shelves as soon as possible. I mean, shoot, uh, you, you know, you had a you had a freaking go to a store and hopefully you're able to find um, some toilet paper or you're going to just be using some towels back at home because, I mean, holy crap. And then probably some people remember going on either ebay or amazon how much those items cost during during at least the first couple months of uh, the pandemic i mean it's 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 totally outrageous i mean i know people are are definitely trying to um make a buck but at the same time who are these people paying 70 dollars for sriracha sauce i mean unless you're dying or you're going to die from not having this rooster sauce. And, you know, a doctor says, hey, you're going to die if you don't have um, uh, at least a little bit of this rooster sauce. This, this rooster sauce is going to keep you alive uh, for at least another six months. Then, okay, 70 bucks is well worth it. But I doubt that you're going um, to you're gonna die from not having any rooster sauce or any of this sriracha sauce. All right. I'm more, I mean, I like, I like chili like the next person, but definitely not. Um, buying any uh, any seventy dollars for or anything up any oh anything over ten dollars for huh, this uh, for sriracha, okay? I mean, I'll, I'll uh, you know I'll I'll go get some other hot sauce or I'll make my own, you know, um, and it'll probably be as as good, you know. Again, I do like sriracha. I mean, the, the beginning taste of it, you know, tastes good, but then it gives you that kick at the end. But yeah, for over $10, I mean, yeah, I'll find me a knockoff brand somewhere else. All right, now for talking about Sriracha. Uh, not sure if uh, any of you have heard, but apparently um, Pat Sajak is doing his last season of Wheel of Fortune coming this fall of 2023. And apparently plans to give the rings over to Ryan Sequest since he's been um, named as the new host um, but behind the scenes it looks like Vanna White has reportedly hired a high-profile attorney and is preparing to negotiate a long overdue pay raise uh, on the Wheel of Fortune when her contract ends at the end of next season. Uh, the Wheel of Fortune co-host who has been turning letters on the popular game since 1982 which is the same year that I was born I know I am old as fuck hasn't had a pay raise in 18 years that's fucking crazy you know um, while White reportedly plans to stay on the show after host Passy Jack Lee's next year on the condition uh, that she gets a pay bump. Uh, hopefully she gets a big, big, big pay bump. She's obviously, I mean, probably a lot of crushes of a lot of uh, boys back in the day and men now, uh, even though she's uh, closer or at least in her 60s. Uh, the news comes as the show announced, uh, obviously, like I said, uh, Ryan Seacrest would take over for Sajak after uh, the... Um, after some thought White could make to transition as host. I'm not sure why they wouldn't um, do that because uh, in 2019, uh, she filled in when he was briefly out of surgery. Um, so, um, again, I'm not, not, not sure why she, I mean, I would think promote her to the host. Uh, well, it uh, looks like a White reportedly makes $3 million a year compare, compared to, say, Jack's $15 million. Um, Yeah, she's definitely... Uh, definitely in store for a big pay bump because that is a 12 million gap right there. And she's only received bonuses since 2005. 
Well, obviously, yeah, it looks like uh, White's been on the show since 1982, and just one year after, Sajak was uh, hired to host Will of Fortune. Um, again, seems like it's bullshit, uh, unfortunately for her. Um, obviously, back in the day, you know, there was no, you know, um, women weren't getting paid as much. And then you have, you know, Sajak, who comes in a year later, and now from 1983 until now he's getting paid 15 million and she's been on the show for over for about 40 years and she's only making 3 million um yeah still uh yeah she should be able to get a pay bump and she should be able to uh, be the host um who needs ryan seacrest i mean she he already has a show uh you know what's that show live co-hosting live with with kelly uh with kelly so yeah he definitely needs to uh not be but it looks like uh will of fortune is in its 41st season which begins in september so again stay tuned hopefully i'll get more updates on vanna white getting her big pay bump and for our last topic um update on the titan um looks like savage uh, debris from the titan submersible contains um possible human remains per uh Coast Guard. Um, debris recovered from the submersible that imploded uh, while on a voyage to the Titanic. Um, wreckage last week contained presumed human remains. Uh, savage pieces of the Titan vessel were unloaded from a Canadian ship, uh, Horizon Arctic, at the Canadian um, Coast Guard Pier in Newfoundland, Newfoundland, or Newfoundland. Uh, the U.S. Coast Guard said later Wednesday it has received the debris and evidence, including presumed human remains that have been recovered from the ocean floor in the incident, which five people died. Uh, the evidence will be transported to a port in the U.S. for further analysis and testing by the Marine Board and investigation. Uh, uh, the evidence will provide investigators the, uh, from several international jurisdictions with critical insights into the cause of this tragedy, hopefully. There is still a substantial amount of work to be done, uh, obviously, uh, to understand the factors that led to the ca catastrophic loss of the Titan and help ensure that a similar tragedy does not occur again. Uh, the Marine Board Investigations uh, has been in contact with the families of those who were aboard the Titan. Obviously, this development comes a week, uh, nearly a week after a remotely operated a vessel ROV discovered the remains of the missing ocean gate submersible on the floor. Uh, the debris, including the cone, um, was found about 1600 feet from the bow, bow of the wreckage Titanic on June 22nd, four days after the launch. Uh, the additional debris was found consistent with um, a catastrophic loss of pressure of the pressure chamber. Uh, the Canadian Coast Guard said at the time it would remain on the scene and provide assistance and support with the recovery and savage operations. Um, the, U uh, the U.S. Coast Guard is leading the investigation into the deadly incident, according to the uh, NTSB. And additionally, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police uh, said over the weekend that they are examining the circumstances of the deaths on board the Titan and will launch a full investigation if the circumstances indicate crim criminal, federal, or pro provincial laws um, may possibly have been broken. Um, also, there was a report, too, that it looks like even though um, the those passengers uh, signed a contract uh, possibly stating in there that, you know, their death could happen on this voyage, um, families could sue um, Ocean Gate for uh, negligence uh, if they knew... Um, 
that there was a possibility that whatever they used uh, for the submersible caused uh, this implosion. Um, also, which brings me to another topic of, uh, like I said last week, about um, all you see on uh, the social media, a lot of memes, a lot of jokes, um, obviously, um, which brings me to a point that I found on the Washington Post by an opinion by Molly Roberts. Um, uh, it, it basically, the opinion is, what internet jokes about the submersible disaster say about society? I mean, this is something uh, very interesting to me because all you saw was jokes. Um, and then just recently, I want to say about at least a couple of days ago, we had um, a boat uh, with Pakistani immigrants capsized off the coast of Greece. Um, with at least they, they had about 750 on board, and a lot of them did die. Um, even though not a lot, not as much coverage uh, is ha- is ha- has happened to that, even though there was much more coverage on these billionaires, but there is, you know, uh, unfortunately, they weren't going to an exotic location to go deep dive for the Titanic. Unfortunately, you know, they were actually fleeing a country and trying to go to a better life, but unfortunately, um, they're being trafficked into a country illegally, and uh, these traffickers put them on a boat that was not sustainable for over 700 people, and it capsized, capsized off the shore. But of course, you're not seeing memes about these m- m- migrants that died, okay? You're seeing more about these five individuals who uh, were well off and paid to go on this trip. Um, to actually take a dive to see the Titanic. Um, you got these other uh, migrants that paid uh, to leave a country to leave for a better life. And these billionaires paid to go uh, on a sightseeing trip, so to say. Um, but now is um, what is one life uh, more, more comp- is, is a life comparable than to another? Is five, um, and according to this opinion, is five people missing um, 12,500 feet under the sea something to laugh about? Um, uh, th- you know, the answer is obviously no. And the very question is ghoulish, uh, she goes on to say. Yet we have to ask it all the same because too many onlookers to the tale of the Lost Ocean Gate expedition didn't seem to think the answer was obvious at all. Okay, um, obviously uh, you have that on last week. You had the implosion of a submersible on expedition to the wreck of the Titanic likely killed everyone on board. Yet across the Internet, uh, during that week on Twitter, TikTok, uh, shoot, Instagram, Facebook, uh, people that I even know uh, didn't treat the story as a catastrophe as it unfolded. They treated it as a farce. Um, the apparent reason that some of these people were billionaires and that billionaires aren't worthy of compassion rings more revolting than ever after the tale's horrible end. Um, but the sentiment's glaring cruelty is why it's worth examining, she goes on to say. Um, this is admirably mostly a tale of social media, not a story of what online might call real life. Uh, but social li- media is real life. Obviously, as we know, you can post that. I mean, you post your life in there. A lot of people post their problems, post their questions to people. What kids who spend their days on the internet look at and listen to on these platforms says something about what they believe and what they believe determines what the future is going to look like. 
This week's GagFest over the submersible suggests that we're hurtling toward a world in which the loss of human life is a punchline. And social media's tendency to turn us into antagonists is to blame. Robert's uh, opinion says, kind of kind of hits home. Um, you know, every everything you see on the internet is um, is a gag fest and a meme. I mean, um, you, you know, you can look on the internet and if somebody does something, um, uh, um, and they turn they get turned into a a meme. Um, so, uh, you know, look at what happened with Belight, you know, now it, now it got turned after the whole, uh, debacle of what happened with them. They got turned into a meme. Roberts goes on to say that judging by the past dates commentary, uh, it's okay to grin while people die. At least if those people are ludicrously rich, um, apparently that's exactly what's going on. I haven't seen any memes of the recent, um, uh, sinking and uh, the the lives that perished with the uh, Pakistani um, immigrants that happened off the coast of Greece. Uh, nobody's made fun of that, or at least I haven't seen anything that at least warrant that I haven't seen a meme um, currently. But again, does um, these billionaires who paid for their you know eventual demise was their life? less worth than um the the migrants that are out there yes of course um the migrants paid so they can have a better life and the difference here is that the these billionaires um paid for trips so they can see the titanic and knowing that their lives were possibly in danger after looking at looking at the contract um like and as molly keeps going uh the ups the up shot expressed in one of the more popular tweets on the subject uh, which has it looks like 32,000 likes was you paid a quarter million dollars to be funny well, a wikipedia article in 20 years you die and become a goofy fact uh, memes on the subject abound with users essentially cutting and pasting the passengers suffering into the same image or joke formats they all jump onto ridicule fruiting fruiting celebrities. A case in point with a whopping 100,000 likes and counting. Um, the headline of an article in Onion reads, Coast Guard sent another submersible full of billionaires after the first one. A colleague who attended a tri- trivia evening at a local bar told me that many teams had adopted names Along the lines of we all die in a shitty submarine. Dark humor, of course, is nothing new. And I totally believe in that. Uh, dark humor, especially if in the military like I am, um, dark humor is part of your life. <laughs> you get through the tough times with dark humor. Um, being a police officer, you know, unfortunately, you go through, you got, you got to have some dark humor, especially in the dark times. Some people might not agree with it, but do the job. You know, be be on deployment, uh, be, go in the military, become an officer and see uh, to survive it. Sometimes you have to have a little dark side. Roberts goes on to say that this particular story came with a share of celebrities from the $30 gaming controller steering the, the sub to the stepson of one of the passengers fruiting with 
the rap star Cardi B over whether it was disrespectful of him to attend the Blink-182 concert as his family awaited news of his stepfather's fate. Uh, now, uh, I know the, the controller that they're talking about here is I've seen um, some memes about that to where apparently people are going online and rating uh, the controller uh, and basically in a dark humor way um, that includes the submarine the demise of the submarines so if you go online i'm not sure if it's still on there uh logic logic tech i think the controller was from uh, was from and you'll have a bunch of reviews uh of one stars and it includes uh what happened to the sub uh also um i, re I remember reading about the stepson um going to a blink 182's concert but again i mean if, you know this is you know, this is still real life, you know, I mean, uh, how many of us would, you know, go to a concert um, if a situation like this happened? I mean, we don't know um, that, well, he didn't know that he, they're either uh, dead or alive. They didn't even know that they were dead yet until Thursday. So four days later. So, I mean, he's still human. Can we judge him? Because he still went to a blank 182 concert. I'm not sure if you want to blame um the stepson um for going to enjoy and get his mind off of what's going on i mean of course everybody's gonna have their opinion i have my opinion of course that's why i am on this podcast but you know you can make your own opinion do you think it's right do you think it's wrong i mean send a comment and let me know um but again i mean as for me my opinion is that he's probably going there to get his mind off of what was going on i mean what can you do do you want people to stay home and just mourn uh, without even knowing what happened. I mean, yes, once we found out on Thursday, um, about a couple days later, uh, when they found out that, yes, they were dead, then okay. You know, if you went to a Blink-182 concert that night, well, then, you know, more people will probably be, be able to judge and be like, okay, what's going on? But at the time, they did not know. They only had the news that they were missing. The internet treats everything as content. It cares a lot less for context. That's very true. Um, you know, the content is more, you know, like, like they say, you know, don't believe everything you, you see in the internet, okay? Um, obviously, you know, everything can be misconstrued, and that's why now there's fact finders or you have some social medias that have um that give you a little thing that says okay fact finder or is this a fact or is it you know actually just a, a fake news um, so these facts rather than adding an air of surrealism to a somber moment turned into fodder for the 21st century equivalent of a dead body joke usually though a tellers of twisted wisecracks acknowledge the queasiness of their gripes that that what they're doing is at root sort of horrible i mean yeah it is horrible i mean you're making you're making fun of somebody's death i mean no matter what um you know rich or poor i mean it's still unfortunately you know it, it, it's horrible you know they died you know they have family that now got to bury them even though yeah they were well off but still in the end they're human beings um, what was weird about this week's comedy club environment is that so many refuse to accept the premise that there was anything awful about wisecracking because there wasn't even anything so awful about what was happening to these possibly suffocating people. When others chimed in to suggest the callousness of their chuckling, the joke tellers replied, no, actually laughing was good because these rich, these rich guys were asking for it. Not sure how do you ask for death. Um, 
even if you're rich. I mean, if I was rich, I wouldn't want to die um, a couple of days later when I received a boatload of money. I mean, that would kind of suck. Um, you know, sometimes you got people who retire and then they die a couple of days later. You know, couldn't even, you know, you couldn't even freaking um, enjoy their fucking retirement. So, yeah, how, again, you know, people like, like that, they think, again, that's your opinion. I mean, as a fact, it's not, you know, but um, is this the way how people... Um, treat death um you know for i mean again these you know is it is it also that you know these people that are joking people that make the memes because they didn't know these people they weren't close family maybe that's why they're able to separate this you know i mean that empathy unfortunately because of the internet and you have all these jokes um sometimes it's not there you know i mean calling that they you know calling these rich guys were asking for it again they were asking for a trip down um to the titanic and take a look at a piece of history you know i mean if i you know if, if people wanted to take a trip to um what um what do you call it ground zero um and they got mugged and shot i mean were they asking for it i mean again that's even though okay that might be you know that might be a long shot you never know um but still it's almost as good of a chance as a submersible imploding at 12,500 feet when it's been on so many trips and now oh all of a sudden it just uh, failed uh, again you know you got you got as much of a chance too of getting mugged and probably getting shot at ground zero um in new york so uh, but was that was that tourist asking for it i mean again some people might say well yeah they they were tourists they were there they they were carrying their louis louis Vuitton. um you know of course they were asking for it so again you know somebody might make a meme out of that again i, I guess it just depends on how you, people can deal with um, death you know and some people their empathy is not there you know every again every right everybody has a right to be able to you know put their jokes on the internet and you know for everybody to see if you don't want to see it don't join or don't look at it i mean you know what the internet the freedom of the internet has i mean you have a choice that's why there's willpower you have a choice to not look at that content you know you want to look at it well you know at your you know it's going to be at your own discretion because you better be prepared to get your feelings hurt and the internet is a place where you definitely got to be ready to get your feelings hurt because many people do not give a shit on the internet roberts goes as the episode was an illogical extension of the glee they accompanied reports earlier in the month of killer whales ramming into expensive yachts i remember that um you know some people are thinking that hey you know i mean the world you know the animals of the world are going topsy-turvy especially these killer whales um except this time what is in peril wasn't necessarily large boats but human lives these days however peace and goodwill towards men don't tend to go viral. Glass jokes illustrate how the internet's gravity pulls us toward ext extremes. The initiative is to argue or inflame because it's gratifying when our allies loudly agree and our enemies loudly disagree. And besides, the algorithm likes it. More clicks, less careful consideration, especially when it comes to ideology or politics. Persuasion appears impossible. So we give up on each other and many of us give up on everything else too. Descending into doomerism. The world is warming and there's nothing we can do about it. Um, at best, we're looking for a chance to act ironic or, or proactive. At worst, 
we're looking at a chance to be angry with each other or even terrible to each other. Combine this impulse with the eat the rich attitude so common among Gen Z and the left-leaning Americans of all ages. Uh, the belief is that not only is every Benelier a policy failure, but also being a Benelier is a personal failure because of the immortality and lack of empathy inherited in hoarding that much money while the huddled masses starve and the globe gets hotter. In this contents, the death of these ridiculously wealthy individuals look like an excellent opportunity for a truly disgusting meme. What is what we are missing is that responding to a perceived lack of humanity with dehumanization will only pardon the sick, sick pun, and sink us all. Now, uh, if some of you want to think about um, what Roberts wrote there, I mean, uh, definitely it's uh, thought provoking. Um, you know, and you know, for me, uh, being, uh, I don't, I don't believe I'm a, uh, I'm possibly might be a Gen D, Gen Z might not, but, uh, many others can. And obviously there's many others that believe probably that, you know, with these ridiculously rich gentlemen were probably part of something, exactly what she says, a policy failure. And they were hoarding, you know, billions and not even share with, the masses that are starving, that are working hard, that are uh, dying, uh, kids that are homeless, people that are homeless, but these people are just well off. And in my opinion, well, I mean, unfortunately, you know, like how they say, you know, the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. And and these guys played their cards right or were born into the right family or they were able to, um, you know, it's not what you know, it's who you know, and became billionaires. But unfortunately, their demise was a sub a sub that they chose and voluntarily paid for to go down but you know these people were still human beings hopefully they died pretty quick um especially at that pressure uh even though we'll still probably hear more of uh towards the end of the week of what happened the reports of these gentlemen um, I still can't think that they are human beings. You know, yes, uh, the means, some of them are disgusting. But again, people have the right. You can you can go ahead and make any kind of meme unless it starts, you know, um, going past, crossing the line of being either something to deal with, dealing with, you know, children or anything at, at that nature. Then, you know, people will start being like, okay, now that's crossing the line. But if that's crossing the line, then making jokes about people dying, about a controller, about a submarine imploding, about Benelier's dying. I mean, uh, you know, isn't isn't that crossing the line? Isn't, you know, human life very, you know, is, isn't human life valuable? Um, I guess you can decide. You know, I, in my opinion, human life, no matter what, if you're rich or you're poor, I mean, if you you still have a family and that family is still thinking of you and that family right now, those three fam, all five family members are all, or at least four family members are all, you know, mourning the loss of their men and their family members that died. Yes, it was they voluntarily went. Yes, they paid. But does that make does that make their lives even less? I guess you decide. That's going to be all for this week. Uh, I'll try to send out another podcast, uh, maybe another update of the Titan. Now that the um, 
what do you call it? You got some of the wreckage that came up. Hopefully, uh, I can find some news about um, maybe what happened, or if it's true, maybe they did find some body parts in there. Um, who knows? But hopefully, you guys enjoy um, my uh, my podcast for ten, for today. I'll try to make another one real soon. Um, again, leave your comments, uh, concerns. I mean, your opinions. What do you think? Uh, what Roberts? Uh, what Molly Roberts said in her opinion? You know, I mean, do do you agree with her? Um, do you agree or you don't agree? Or do you think it's just you know funny? Again, you know, you know, your opinion is your opinion. You know, no, there's no right or wrong answer. So let me know in the comments. Uh, I'll at least make a couple. Hopefully, I can um, you know get a couple comments and put them on the air, and then we can talk about it. All right. Well, everybody have a good day and. Uh, what do you call it? On my next show, I'll uh, see you soon. Later.